You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 68. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. I am so excited to bring you this very special episode. All the episodes are very special, obviously, but... Today, I want to alert you that there is a masterclass coming your way. March 8th, 10 a.m. Pacific time, March 8th, 1 p.m. Eastern time. So that's 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday, March 8th. You are going to want to be there live. Go to laraconley.com forward slash wait dash loss dash masterclass. And you can sign up now. You will get all the details straight to your inbox. It's going to be 60 minutes and it is going to be the best masterclass I have ever taught. I haven't taught one in a while. And I'm actually, I was just working on the uh, content for it and I'm super excited for it. It honestly, you guys, it sounds like too good to be true. Everything that I'm teaching, it like sounds too good to be true. And I promise you it is not. So the title of this masterclass is called how to lose weight for the last time without giving up your favorite thing, i.e. wine, chocolate, pizza, without changing your social life, without creating a deficit by starving yourself or exercising or over-exercising. So doesn't it, right? Like sound a little too good to be true. Like what? I thought I had to eat 800 calories. What? I thought I had to say no to every single plan. You guys, trust me, I eat chocolate and pizza and drink wine. I have a more thriving social life and I do not starve myself and I do not overexercise. and I have lost weight for the last time. So I have cracked the coat. I want you to come to this masterclass so that you can learn exactly how I did it and apply it to your life. It is going to be so, so good. Everyone who comes to these masterclasses always are like, Oh my God, they have this big sigh of relief. So you can come. And the cool thing about it is you will get to learn about the yummy mummy experience in detail. And you will learn how to sign up for the yummy mummy experience, the April cohort, if you want to. Now you don't have to stay to the end. Like if you just want to come and learn how to lose weight for the last time without giving up your favorite thing, changing your social life or creating a deficit, then you don't have to stay to the end. You just come to the beginning and then you just leave. But a lot of you guys are going to really want to be chomping at the bit and you're going to really want to know what is this yummy mummy experience. I keep hearing everyone talking about it. I keep hearing Laura talk about it. So go sign up lauraconley.com forward slash weight dash loss dash masterclass. It's going to be in the show notes as well. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you what my client Jackie Kay, who lost 15 pounds, has to say about the Yummy Mummy experience. She says, I wish someone would have told me that it would affect so many other areas of my life. And you did kind of tell me that, but it's hard to see that. She says, I love that you taught me to be accountable to myself, to be impeccable with my word it really became a practice versus the strict plan that I had to follow. I wasn't white knuckling anymore. 
She said, it helped me in my relationships and just like letting other people do what they want. It helps me to deal with other people and not resenting them because I know they can't make me fall off track. It's so cool. She says, it helped me be more compassionate. It helped me to not blame other people for my inability to lose weight. And it even helped my entrepreneurship journey. It helped me learn how I want to grow my biz. (laughs) So you guys, I want to share this with you specifically right now, because it's a lot of actually what I'm going to teach in the masterclass, right? We're not going to be following this white knuckly strict plan. We're going to learn how to be accountable to ourselves. We're going to learn how to be nice to ourselves and then like be nicer to other people. It's so cool. She also says, I was confused. I felt like I had tried everything. So I really needed something different. And this was that. So you guys, if you are resonating with what Jackie is saying, then you should definitely go get yourself signed up for that masterclass. And is the first step in losing weight for the last time. So this podcast episode, I'm not going to give you guys a fun fact about myself because this whole entire episode is going to be chock full of fun facts. I'm going to actually be sharing with you some of my wedding vows because it is very applicable to the vow that I want to invite you to make with yourself, capital S, and your body. Let's just take a step back. Why must we love ourselves? Why must we learn to love ourselves, to learn to love our bodies. So many of us want to hate our bodies then. And you've heard me probably say this on the podcast. It just doesn't work. Trust me. I tried it for like 20 years. I tried hating myself or kind of ignoring myself or slightly beating myself up to try to get to my goal weight. And you guys, it just didn't work. And my guess is you've tried it too. You've tried beating yourself up so hard that you promise you'll stick to your word doesn't work. We end up throwing in the towel. You've also tried just kind of like letting yourself off the hook. That doesn't work either because in that case, we're really ignoring ourselves and we're not learning from our mistakes. So we have to learn to love ourselves because number one, it's just way easier. It's easier to lose weight when we're loving ourselves and it's more fun. But if we don't love ourselves, and our bodies, what's going to happen is we're going to maybe get to our dream weight or our natural weight, and then we'll start sabotaging. We will not do something perfectly, and we will make it mean something about who we are, and we'll end up getting a case of the buckets or the throw in the towel, right? So I'm going to teach you guys and try to inspire you, like emphatically encourage you to explore loving your bodies. And I know you want to cringe because you want to be like, can I just love my body? Once I get there, I promise Laura, once I get to my goal weight, then I promise I will love my body. And you guys no, it just doesn't work that way. It is a practice. So I want to be loud and clear. So if you decide today to vow to yourself (laughs) that you are going to love your body from here on out, it doesn't mean you're not going to have unloving thoughts towards yourself and towards your body. Sometimes, sometimes those will creep back in and that is totally fine. The other thing I want to tell you guys is some of the reasons that we hate on our bodies is because we weren't actively loving them in the first place. Like, have you ever been working out and you got a little pain and you override it and you push through and you keep working out because you're like, 
got to get that calorie burn. I got to get that calorie deficit. And you're not listening to your body, right? And then what ends up happening? You actually get injured and you feel sorry for yourself and you start eating all the things, right? So we can't hate our bodies thin in those kind of more nuanced, subtle ways either. We have to really start to listen to our bodies. I promise you, if you get a little injury when you're working out and you listen to your body, you will heal yourself so much faster. You guys also know when (laughs) you're putting crap food into your body, it's because you don't love your body and your body's telling you, like you hear that little whisper, right? Like, please no more. This is good enough, but you go for it anyways, because your brain is like literally lighting up with dopamine (laughs) because that's your brain's job. And it's the food industry's job to make food taste so good that we, it's really like a drug. Some of the food that we eat by not listening to our body, whether it's physical or whether it's emotional, that is kind of hating on our bodies. And so if we love our bodies, we can actually listen to them and we can actually move farther forward faster and in a more permanent manner. It's really cool actually. So if you love your body and you've heard this before, you're going to want to nourish it. And again, this takes time. You're not going to want to put crap food in it because Number one, it's not going to feel good physically. It's not going to look the way you want it to. And you'll be in deeper connection with your body. I think it's so funny when we look in the mirror and we see something that we don't like about our bodies. And then we like berate our bodies for it. And we get like so mad at our bodies. And I'm like, it's so interesting because it's not our body's fault. It's our brain's fault, right? It's our diet brain that created that thing on our body that we don't like. A lot of the things on our bodies that we don't like, we created by not listening to our body in the first place by, or by putting too much food into our body. I really want to help you love your body. A lot of us talk about our relationships with our bodies and with ourselves, but I'm not sure we're actually treating it like a relationship. So that's where the vow part comes in. So think about your marriage or a romantic relationship that you've been in with your partner where there's been a commitment, right? I want to invite you today to commit to loving your body and to yourself, right? I want to invite you to commit to loving your body and yourself. Now, will that look like rainbows and daisies and unicorns and cupcakes and flowers and rainbows and sunshine and more rainbows all the time? No. Again, go back to your primary relationship if you're in one or one that you've been in it's not always rainbows and daisies. Commitment does not equal rainbows and daisies. No, but you get what you want in the end. When I follow through on my commitment, when I live out my vows within my marriage, I get the marriage I want. Is it always easy? No, but is it worth it? Yes. Okay. So here, let's get super cheesy, you guys. And I'm going to share with you my vows. I literally went into my bedroom and pulled my vows off the wall so that I could read them to you and we could pull from them and apply them to ourselves and our bodies. So you can use your own vows. I would actually recommend that more than my vows. I mean, use, use my vows all day long if you want, but your vows might have something in them that resonate with you even more, especially if you wrote your own vows. So we wrote our own vows. I mean, you'll see some traditional language in here, but we did write our own vows. So a lot of these vows I can apply to my body. And I don't want you guys to overcomplicate this. 
at the end, you're going to see that your takeaway is going to be to just pick one or two vows that you're willing to commit to. So my vows say, I vow to nurture your personal and spiritual growth as I nurture my own to dream with you and laugh with you and to share new experiences and adventures. We could totally apply that to our bodies and ourselves to be patient and kind and true to you always to forgive your mistakes, help you learn from them and to admit and learn from my own to encourage and support you. So you may fulfill all of your dreams to focus on the important parts of our relationship and let the small things go to always express my gratitude for your presence in my life. I promise to never give up on our love. Oh my God. So good. I'm like re-inspired within my marriage, but also within my marriage to myself and my body. (laughs) So you could pull from those vows or from your vows. I especially like the one about Well, there's a couple in here when it comes to ourselves and our bodies. I especially like to always express gratitude. You guys, gratitude is such a good way into authentic love. You can always find one thing that you are grateful for about your body, about yourself, maybe even about the way your body looks. I want to encourage you to go that far. You can always, right? Forgive yourself, capital S. You can always learn from your mistakes. That's a huge part, right? I really want you guys to be willing to learn from your mistakes. That is why berating yourself or ignoring or letting yourself off the hook doesn't work because you don't learn from your mistakes. So you could totally apply that to yourself and to your body to be patient and kind. Oh my God. And true. Yes. Oh my God. Diet culture teaches us to be the opposite of patient. If we're like 30 pounds in 45 days, come on, chop, chop. It's like, what? No, patient and kind and true. What if you could like go on adventures with yourself and your body? It's so awesome. So there's a couple different entities here when you're making vows. You can vow something to your body. You can vow something to yourself, right? There's really two main entities here when we're talking about self-love and body love, self capital S your relationship with yourself and then your relationship with your body, right? It's nuanced. They're very similar, but I want you to maybe make a vow for how you're going to treat yourself and how you're going to treat your body. So what I thought was really cool is Kia Miller, my yoga teacher married my husband and I, And she helped us write our vows and she helped us plan our wedding ceremony. It was actually a really special kind of sacred time. Kia says in her marriage address, and I'm going to read it to you. It's not very long. Um, I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but just a couple key points that we can apply to when we're writing vows. She says, Ryan and Laura know me first and foremost as their yoga teacher. Yoga is a personal practice that though challenging is immensely rewarding to life. It requires commitment, effort, continuity, and presence. Marriage is very similar. So is our relationship with our bodies and ourselves. It requires commitment, effort, continuity, and presence. I think we just want it to be easy with our bodies and our weight and our relationship with ourselves. No, it requires commitment, effort, continuity, and presence. Oh, it's so good. Yoga, marriage, our relationships with ourselves. 
all of the above. Kia says, one of the great ideas given to my husband and I was the idea of continuously consciously choosing. When we choose to be in marriage with your body, yourself, or your husband, or your wife, or your partner, (laughs) when we choose to be in marriage with someone, it is a commitment, not so much guaranteeing bliss is every second, but rather it is a commitment to continually consciously choose to be with this person be with your body, to be with yourself in whatever situation, through whatever feelings, through whatever feelings may come up. This is to continuously, consciously choose to be together. So this is something that I have fully adopted in my marriage. Every single day, I am not going to feel like loving my husband. I am not going to feel like honoring my vows. No, I'm not going to want to be kind to him every single freaking day. No, no, no. (laughs) But too bad, Laura, because you guys have heard it. Love is a verb. It's an action. So I have committed above all else to continuously, consciously choose these vows, to choose to love my husband, even when it's hard. And that's why I have the marriage that I have that I'm so so damn proud of because I've been willing to put in the work and I apply this to myself and to my body. I continually consciously choose to love my body day in and day out. Even when it's hard, even when my brain offers me toxic bullshit thoughts, when I look at myself naked in the mirror, seriously, you guys. Okay. So I want to offer that you can continuously consciously choose to love yourself even when it's hard. And you can so see that if you have a relationship in your life that you're really proud of, it's because of your commitment to continuously consciously choose over and over and over again, especially on those days when it's a little bit hard, especially when you've eaten something you said you weren't going to eat. You don't get to get off the hook when that happens. You have a fight with your husband or your partner, you don't just go divorce him. You don't just throw in the towel. No, you work on it. You say, Hey, what happened there? How can we do better next time? At least that's what my husband and I try to do 99 out of a hundred times, right? We come back together and we say, Hey, what was going on for us there? How do we want to handle this next time? What are some strategies we can implement? Same thing you can do with your body, with food, with yourself. Okay. The other concept that Kia, my yoga teacher, I just love her. You guys, you should totally check her out by the way. She introduced to us the concept of failing eyes. Now she told us, I don't want you to ever look at each other with failing eyes. You guys know exactly what I mean when I say that phrase, don't you? Failing eyes. I'm sure that you have gazed at somebody and used failing eyes. I'm sure you've been the recipient of failing eyes. Oh my God. Isn't it the worst, right? So much shame. So I don't want you to ever look at yourself in the mirror with failing eyes. I want you to decide to put in some little yummy mummy contact lenses for the rest of your life (laughs) and look at yourself with loving eyes. 
Will this be a practice? Yes. Will this be an overnight transformation? No. But over time, I promise you, you can look at yourself with loving eyes and not failing eyes. I don't want you ever to do this. And some of you guys will be like, oh, I can't just like do this false bullshit positivity. I'm not saying that you go from, oh my God, I'm so disgusting. I hate my body. Look at this. This is so gross. Or maybe you even don't even look at yourself in the mirror. I'm not saying you go from, I'm so disgusting to I'm the most beautiful person in the world. You may have to do a bridge thought, a thought in between I'm disgusting to I'm beautiful. You may have to think I have a body. Society has trained me to see bodies in a certain light. And today I'm just going to look at myself with loving eyes, right? Think of somebody in your life who you just love unconditionally. You look at them with loving eyes. You love them no matter. You don't look at them with failing eyes or shaming eyes. No. And why not? It's because it's a choice. It's because of your thoughts. I promise you it is available to you to look at yourself with loving eyes, with these yummy mummy contact contact lenses and to stop failing eyes. Okay. I don't want you guys looking at each other with failing eyes or at yourself really with failing eyes is what I mean. Okay. So Kia had even written our, our marriage address. She says, in the time that I've known Laura and Brian, they have demonstrated that they have the ingredients to have a successful marriage. They are loving and caring. They are humorous. They communicate well. They listen. They show compassion and support for one another. And they are genuinely concerned for the well-being of each other. Right? You guys do that for yourselves. Do that for your bodies. Indeed, they have demonstrated that they have the qualities to be a world-class husband and a world-class wife for each other. Brian, a world-class husband is somebody who never lets his wife fail. Laura, a world-class wife is somebody who never lets her husband fail. When you look at each other, be mindful of how you are looking at each other and try never to look at each other with failing eyes. No matter what life presents, through your commitment to continuously consciously choose to be present with one another, you can only succeed in each other's eyes. And that's what I want for you. So let's bring it back to you and your vow. So number one, are you willing to create a vow to yourself and to your body? And I really want you guys to keep it simple. Just pick one or two, maybe three. Here are some good questions. What is one thing you would start doing? What is one thing you would stop? That could be it. (laughs) What is one thing you'd start doing? One thing you'd stop doing? I know that I vowed this was... (laughs) This was when I vowed to crack the code and lose weight for the last time. I also vowed to never, ever, ever beat myself up or talk shit about my body ever again. I noticed I was doing it. You guys have heard me tell the story before. I noticed I was doing this when I stepped out of the shower after having a baby. I was like six weeks postpartum or something like that. And I just noticed my stomach. I was like bending over to towel off. And I was like, oh, that's so disgusting because my stomach was like, doing what a six week postpartum stomach is supposed to do by the way, but I was shaming myself and I was like, Oh, so disgusting. It's so gross. And then I was like, Oh, Laura. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, no, no. We will not be doing that ever again. We are never going to do it now. You guys. So I vowed to myself in that moment and I have kept that promise, but it gets nuanced. So I want to explain this real quick before I let you go. I notice 
that sometimes my brain, even though I vowed, sometimes my brain still wants to offer. Why does your inner knee look like that? That's a weird little spot for a little deposit of fat right there in that inner knee. I wonder how we could clean that little fat deposit on your inner knee up. (laughs) I'm like, now I just laugh. Now I'm just like, oh, that's just the conditioning and the socializing that I've gotten. My inner knee is actually really cute. If I look at it with like fresh eyes, talk about not using failing eyes and instead use fresh eyes. Like imagine you not only put in your yummy mummy contacts of pure unconditional love for your body. You also had like, I like to call it with my clients, like fresh eyes. Like you've never seen any image of Cindy Crawford or I don't even know like the cool models anymore. <laughs> like you've never seen image after image after image of quote unquote perfect bodies, right? Like what if you really had fresh eyes? It's like, I think about my kid, my kids have like these perfect bodies with tons of fat on them. Well, not my daughter anymore. Now my daughter is like a little string bean, but my son, oh my God, you guys, my son, he has these chonky knees. They're like, speaking of knees, this must be where he got his knees is from my knees, but he has these chunky knees and I go crazy for his knees. Like I literally actively love on his knees on like a daily basis. I really do. I just, oh my God, I love them. They're so chunky. I'm like, at what age does this not become cute? So if I look at my knees, I could apply the same exact thoughts. No, my knees are awesome and gorgeous and beautiful. And they support me really is a way of reprogramming. Like, wait a second. I just think that this weird fat deposit on my inner knee is weird because I've seen so many pictures of Cindy Crawford. (laughs) No, my inner knees are cute. Just like my sons. They're great. I have chunky knees too. And they're amazing. And I love them. And that was a practice that didn't just happen overnight. But I want to leave you with what is one vow. And I will, oh my God, you guys, I would just die and go to heaven. If you share this with me on social media, what is one vow that you would write in your commitment and creating your commitment to your body and to yourself. What do you want to vow? What do you want to commit to? What do you want to promise? Again, it's not going to go perfect after you promise. <laughs> That's okay. You don't get to stop loving it though. You don't just get to get a divorce because your husband wasn't kind to you or because you weren't kind to him. We learn as we grow. Okay. So that is the episode. I want to leave that with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on self-love and body love and where you are and where you want to go. Are you on board? Are you willing to start loving yourself? And do you guys see how I phrase that question that way? Are you willing to do it? Because it is not going to be comfortable. If you have been really practiced at hating your body or ignoring your body or this more, I always talk about it as like this nuanced, subtle hate. Like a lot of us don't know we're even hating ourselves. We're kind of just doing it mindlessly. The negative self-talk is kind of in the back of our heads. It's kind of a whisper. Now for some of us, it's like a really loud and clear. Um, if you want to change that talk track inside your brain, it will be uncomfortable at first. It will feel awkward. It will feel like you are faking it till you make it. It will feel like you are playing a part in a play. That's okay. That means you're doing it right. Okay. So let me know what comes out of it. I would love your takeaway to just be create one vow 
and go for it. Now, what's really fun, my clients are just doing this right now. Oh my God, we're having the time of our lives inside the Yummy Mummy experience. They are, we're getting cheesy with it, but they are posting their, like with lipstick or post-its or all kinds of different creative ways. They are posting their vow or their mirror mantra, we call it, on there as a reminder of what they are choosing to think and feel to themselves. So I will leave you with that. Of course, you guys, if you want to get in on this masterclass, go to larkhomley.com forward slash weight dash loss dash masterclass and sign your booty up. I love you guys so much. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level. And yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.